Five Drive. Gotcha. On the Five Drive Heritage Tour, driven by Suzuki. So as mentioned, we're in Newcastle. Newcastle first was the site of a lot of different battles and skirmishes, the Anglo-Zulu Wars, the Anglo-Boer Wars, everybody fighting for territory in the early days of the expansion of our country. But it's also the place that they found lots of coal. And as a result, people came and worked here and went down into very difficult conditions deep into the earth to extract minerals, minerals that go on to power our earth in many different ways. And among them is also the Indian community. There's a big Indian community here in this part of the world because of that. The Indians that you'll know came to South Africa in the late 1800s, early 1900s. They were indentured laborers. So they were people from certain parts of the subcontinent that came to came to work under extremely difficult conditions, but stayed and since then continued to be a huge part of South African culture. So what does that mean all these generations later for young South Africans who consider themselves Indian? And this is what we're getting into on the show this afternoon. We met a group of people uh, that are part of the Rudra Dance Theatre in Morningside in Berea near the Umgani River in Durban yesterday who took us to see their dance company, a dance company that does like Bangra and Bollywood. And these are young people that have like a really excited idea about what it means to be Indian in 2023. And they also taught us how to dance. Who feels like they did well and who feels like they did terribly? I think I caught the dance moves very quickly. Oh, you were great. Um, I just also think the tempo of the dance was a bit too much for me. Either way, it's, <laughs> it's a very difficult uh, dance style to get a hang of, honestly. It's, it's incredibly difficult and energetic. You mm. watch Bollywood films, right? Like, this is the deal with it. It's loud and it's excited and it's a sensory overload, like in the most beautiful way possible. But I was watching behind me, Jude, and I'm not so sure. I, I think you're more of a spectator. <laughs> I'm hoping when the video comes out on, on social media that uh, I'm in none of the shots. Uh, there was there was one point where there was a jump involved um, and I forgot that there was a jump involved uh, and I stayed grounded. Everyone else jumped. It looked beautiful from my angle as well. So Parvashen, who was one of the choreographers, had said to me, oh, I really like what you did at the end there as if to suggest it was like an imaginative take on what mm. I was supposed to do. It was what I thought I was meant to do. Yeah, it was. Uh, I remember the final pose. That was like the only thing I got it eventually, finally. It, I feel like it takes me a week to learn it three moves but <laughs> yours was a, a very different stance to what everyone else ended on and you held it for the longest time because you were so proud i was dramatic about <laughs> it so we were hanging out as i said uh with pavashen with cameron with a group of young indian dancers uh to learn more about the culture man like what's it all about talk to me about bangla and bollywood and etc so we want to immerse you in that experience now so picture this it's a cloudy day in durban but it's damn humid and hot the rain is sort of smattering in and out throughout the day and right before we go off to Itabanicha, we meet in a church hall in a community center. You know, every single church hall in the world looks exactly the same. There's a piano, there's wooden flooring, there's like a beam on the side, and then there's like a back room with clothes and stuff in it. This is exactly that. And here is the Rudra Dance Theater. So we're in Morningside inside a church hall, Methodist Church Hall in KZN, with Cameron and Pavashan, who are both members of the dancing community, and we're here because we're interested in the history and heritage that's behind that, but also like how this is all working now in 2023 for young people who are part of the Indian community of Durban. Um, and so we're really keen. We want to like learn something. We want to see something. But first and foremost, we just want to understand like where we are and, and what's going on. So maybe if each of you could sort of just introduce yourselves and, and give some context to, to who you are. I'm Pavishan. I'm uh, 30 this year. I've been a dancer for about, professionally for about 15 years. I started dancing when I was five. I've trained in tap, 
ballet, Spanish, uh, contemporary, and uh, done lots of Bollywood and a bit of Katak as well. Um, Cameron, 27. Um, catching up with you there. Um, I'm trained in classical dance styles, Bharatanatyam. I do a little bit of Katak, especially with um, Rudra. Bollywood, salsa, it's been a long road in the entertainment industry. Can you break it down for me I mean, from an outsider looking in? Just like Bhangra and Bollywood, and, and, and there's a plethora of different like, styles and genres and subgenres. So for someone who's completely ignorant, like talk to me about it, break it down for me. There are, I would say, thousands of different Indian dance styles, from the classical to the folk styles. Um, there's now lots of influences from the West with the jazz and contemporary and hip hop. And um, Bollywood borrows from almost every single style of the Indian uh, genres of dances to create um, what they do on the screen. So um, it really is a, a melting pot of cultures um, and everyone borrows from each other and creates their new work and that's how I think it's grown uh, and kept growing because it's always new and current and evolving into whatever it needs to be. Like even Indian um, creators now, or choreographers, their style has evolved with the influence of Instagram where we have all these trends and Afrofusion dance style, something so synonymous with South African culture has now like extended to India and it even influences how they choreograph with an Indian aesthetic using the Afrofusion vocabulary and that's something so magical also. Um, so I don't think any one culture is just one culture because ideally we all enter twine, we all blend, we all mix with each other. So yes, there's like isolations of styles, but ultimately, as Pavi said, we all come together, one rich tapestry, South Africa, right? The Rainbow Nation. Five Drive Heritage Tour. Newcastle, so we're a couple hundred Ks just sort of outside of where we all were yesterday, hanging out with young members of the Indian community, teaching us about Bangla and Bollywood and different kinds of dance that don't come from here in South Africa, but they have just as much a cultural impact on people as they would anywhere else in the world. And this is, for me, always what's interesting about the fact that, like, you know, a lot of communities don't live where they're from. You know, people move, even if, even if you in your own life, like, moved from Durban to Johannesburg to find work or Cape Town to Joburg or whatever the case might be, you bring things with you. You know what I mean? Like your, even if you don't take possessions, your history comes with you, your heritage, your ideas. That's quite a powerful thing. This is the question that we're going to pick up with asking this afternoon. Uh, our two new friends, um, part of a really awesome crew of people that we got to meet yesterday. I want you to hear more from Cameron and Pavishin and the Rudra Dance Theatre now. Obviously, it is if you think of like let's say the Indian history within the context of Durban and starting out with like the indentured labor networks and things like that, and people who were forced to come to places without the ability to bring stuff with them. Yeah. Right? So you can't bring um, you, all the clothes you own, all the, the possessions you have there, but you can bring what's like inside of knowledge, right? And it was for me it's fascinating because now if you fast forward generations later, that knowledge obviously came with yeah. you know despite it all. So the, the knowledge of the dancing, the knowledge of the culture, the knowledge of food. It, it all travels within the body and in the, the mind and I think that's quite a beautiful thing to, to see that it's still alive and so I imagine both of you consider yourself South Africans and Indians and within that there are different groupings and stuff and I imagine you have like quite a fluid understanding of, of what that all means now and I just wanted like within Heritage Month what, what, what you sort of think about how you view yourself and obviously as someone who as you said is like now become interested in I guess the preservation but also the development of, of, of all of these cultures through dance right? Indian dance has always been um 
community-based, community-based, uh, family-orientated, religious-based. And I don't think any of that has changed because I think it's still within the community, even though it's now performed for a wider audience or commercialized, it's still um, a culture and a custom and maybe a little bit religious aspects, but it's still community-based. And I think that's what keeps it, um, it has that human essence to it, which is what appeals to a lot of people looking at it from the outside. Ideally, Indian culture, right? It's full of love and celebration, and that's actually what um, was a starting point to most of the Indian folk dance styles, um, North Indian, South Indian. It all originated around festivities, around celebrations, and I think that's what makes Bollywood or Indian dance so vastly um, intriguing to people that might not be from Indian descent or of Indian descent, because it's just so exciting to watch. Um, you asked about the the understanding or relevance of being a South African of Indian descent and how that comes into play. I think what's most important, especially in the dance community here, is that we creating from our place and our identity as South African people first, and then acknowledge our Indian descent or background because ideally I was born here. So when I say my heart beats the African drum, it is. I don't know what India is like or has been like because I did not grow up there. I do look back now and reflect and try and pull some connections or things that resonate with us that we can through uh, or thread to weave our understanding of who we are outside of there. But I think the main thing that is important to recognize, especially now in Heritage Month, is that even though my skin may be brown and you might identify me as Indian, I am not. I am South African of Indian descent. And I think that's the tagline and the thing that needs to be highlighted the most. I can celebrate my life, my culture, but it's an amalgamation in this country. Five Drive Heritage Tour. I love how Cameron put that. I thought it was so apt and beautiful and true. There's so many styles. Let's think about this, right? Because we've done Bangla with the Indian community. We're going to do more of this still on the show. But like, I mean, we could do Kuela, Gambut dancing, Pansula. Yeah, we can go in Khiba with the Basotu people. We could. <laughs> Even Soki. We could go Soki. Oh, yes. <laughs> and sounds like fun. It sounds like a lot of fun. I want to get really stuck into this. You know what's amazing is that like, also, he they were talking about how culture is still happening and still changing. So the same way that we talk about, you know, like Pansula with a rich sense of cultural history, we will talk of the Vosho in that way in years to come and all the different things that we're doing, like in the clubs now, this is, mm. people tell us we're just out there groove wasting our time. We are making culture happen now <laughs> in 2023. And I'm not even kidding. I'm, I'm being serious. Like I'm a piano is just as much fun as it is a cultural export of our own country and like a representation of what it means to be South African. It's a beautiful thing. We're a beautiful country. 30 minutes after three on the Heritage Tour driven by Suzuki. Let's see news headlines and sport. We're still going to, we're hanging out with our, our Bangra friends, um, learning about Bollywood dance and culture and all of that in Durban. But we are currently now in Newcastle. I want to test the team here. I would have got like all of this wrong, so don't feel bad. Um, but let me give you some information about Newcastle and then we'll ask some questions. So Newcastle is the third largest city in the province of KwaZulu-Natal. It's the industrial center of KZN. So it's got four different industrial areas. But I want you to see if you could guess what the population of this part of the world is how many people live in just because we've driven through it right yeah. we've kind of seen the outskirts what do you reckon Ten thousand. Ten thousand people maybe five hundred thousand five hundred thousand seven hundred fifty thousand 
No, it is the closest. 363,000 oh, wow. people live here. That was my second guess. Yeah, I barely saw any people outside. This I think I saw more cows than people. But how amazing is it? It's like, so you, when you drive through South Africa, you really realize that the vast majority of this country is nothing but beauty and land. Mm. Like, for the most part, we've been coming through rural KZN today. You get to a place like there was a Tugela Ferry. You come to that town and you're stuck there for like an hour and a half, it almost felt like, behind <laughs> a series of, you know, people, trucks delivering goods taxis taking people to and from work people just walking around i think today it's the fifth it's like grant day i think for a lot mm. of people in south africa so so many queues. queues at banks mm. and then you after that you cruise for like three hours and you see nothing but cars and then you come to places like we are now uh um, in newcastle and it's crazy to think that only a couple hours ago we were in the bustling metropolis of durban hanging out with the indian community learning all about bangra and bollywood and I want to pick up on this again now. So our friends Pavishin and Cameron from the Rudra Dance Theatre are talking to us about what they ultimately showed us, which of course you see all of this on social media. Take a listen. So what are we going to see today if we had to talk about the context of this, uh, this kind of style? And um, It's very much a Bollywood style, but it's influenced by a bit of folk dance. So it's a bit of uh, Garba, or, um, which is a, a North Indian uh, folk style. And, but it's obviously put into a Bollywood context, so it's commercialized for the stage and for the theater and for an audience, rather than a community which is everybody partaking in that dance form. So it's, a, it's adapted. It becomes more of a ritual when it's at a festivity and here because we're transcending it outside for entertainment purposes, that's how you get all the influences coming in to make it more commercialized. Excited, should we do it? Yes. Ruder presents Five Drive Bollywood Edition. Five, six, seven, yeah. One, two, three. Drive Heritage Tour. Catch up from some of the best moments from the 5 Drive team by going to 5FM's catch up page on the 5FM app or 5FM.co.city.